Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Geeked Up on the Block Podcast. This is not a drive-by. We move it in. my geeks and freaks we back out here with another wonderful episode of geeked up on the block podcast yay, yay. and as usual i am your boy chief chris aka the dreadlock ninja aka it's chief the chris clover. baby i'm the chief clover now the chief clover my god not the chief clover oh Lord. i'm the chief clover nigga <laughs> Mac had it too many AKs, so I had to add something. I'm trying to catch up with y'all. What you talking about, man? <laughs> and as usual, I am joined by my brother and my sister, my two co-hosts of the podcast. Queen, why don't you take them away and let them know who you be? You know what time it is. It's girl, Tiger Pearl, a.k.a. Tiger Lily, a.k.a. Danny Badu, Danny Yella. Uh, uh, Zoro baby mama, uh, nacho waifu, uh, and all about them taggle baddies and Nelly's Nelly Nels. Hey, what was the last one? What's up, <laughs> Nelly's Nelly Nels? <laughs> <laughs> Say that with pride, it's Tiger. Okay, <laughs> yay, yay, you know what the hell What's is going, on, going on, man. It's the Lord Mac. Mac in the hat, Mac with the gat, Mac with the strap. I got all that. Turn your back, get stabbed in your back. All right. I'm here. I'm your vessel. Hey, 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 hey. I let you have yours. I let you have yours. Sit down. (laughs) Sit down before I get crazy. Go ahead. I'm going to let you finish, but. But, anyways, I'm your vessel. Let's get into some anime shit. You feel me? I'm feeling real swordsman like. What y'all feeling like? Hit a swing for us. A swing. Nigga. Swing. Swing. <laughs> Protect your neck. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely down to talk about niggas getting cut today. But, um, you know, there are a few things I wanted to jump into first. If y'all, if y'all let me. Is that cool with y'all? I got time. I got all day. I got all day. All right. Well. Um, for those of y'all who do not know, uh, as of December 19th, uh, when you listen to this, will be afterward, but, uh, Attack on Titan fans, you should know if you didn't buy the DVDs, uh, you may not have known that there were eight unreleased episodes, 23 minutes each, and mm. Funimation and Crunchyroll are giving us an early Christmas present, and they came out today. Wait, what? Oh, what? Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I didn't even know about this. Yes. I didn't yes. know about Let this. Let me produce you. No, no. Where did you find this information? Is this verified? Is this verified? <laughs> I'm about to lose my shit right, right now. Before we 
Yes, right before I came on here, I checked and all eight episodes are already, already released. You can watch them and binge them at your leisure, at your pleasure. Go for it. Yeah, I held that one close to the chest for like two days so I couldn't tell these niggas. That's crazy, bro. I feel like I always get the news. I didn't hear about that. Like, where is this? Mac is mad. Yo, I'm kind of pissed. So, like, is this in, is this in the same gotta, time period? Yo, we have a little bit of technical difficulties, but we still clearing this bitch. Before and after. <laughs> These episodes happen before and after like major scenes that happened in the last season. So they tie into the last season, but they're all extra ones that. So it's just add, it's just adding to the uh, storyline. Then you want to know? Yeah, but we haven't seen these episodes, so it's uh, you know something tied us over until they come back. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm fucking with that then, man. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm on that tonight. I'm not going to sleep. <laughs> Eight episodes yes. tonight, son. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no. <laughs> but um, you know, moving off of that though, uh, Studio Mappa, which also um holds Attack you. on Titan and other heavy hitters like Jujutsu Kaisen and God of High School. Uh, they just actually came out with a new anime trailer for Hell's Paradise. Uh, it was released mm. on Sunday, and um, super. And it looks like we we have another big contender coming into 2022. So I'm super excited for that. Yo, honestly, I don't even know if I want to. 2022 is going to be fucking amazing. Mappa like, has been coming with the nasty jumps. One it's it's so many animes that got news for next year. It's kind of insane. Mm-hmm. The list is too long. Yeah, yeah, the list is nuts. Y'all about to put us uh <laughs> to work. <laughs> Tiger always talking about the bags like, under my eyes. I'm really about, about to get tired. Shit? They I gonna said, be hitting all of our socials like, "Yo, geeked up? Where y'all at? Why y'all ain't touched this yet?" No, I, I was saying Tiger. I was talking about the bags under my eyes, but I'm really about to be tired, nigga. Staying up to three o'clock in the morning watching this shit like I'm a child. <laughs> Bro, listen, you don't you ain't even lying, man. Well, Merry Christmas, even though you know you don't celebrate, but it's all good. Love it's not be done. <laughs> no, I celebrate, nigga. My job gave me $150 in gift and uh right? and gift cards. So I'm I'm in that bit. I was at Walmart feeling rich. Oh, okay. I couldn't find them. They all got I hear that shit. quality. Shit. I get my Christmas bonus this week. Shout out to UPS. Yeah, shout out to the truckers out there. Yeah. Yes, definitely shout out to all the truckers out there. But uh, shit. So where y'all want to start? New releases and, and trailers that came out. Well, mm-hmm. I was gonna tell y'all there's another uh, new teaser that just came out for the Tokyo Revengers arc, and uh, it's called Christmas Showdown. So it's confirmed. It was confirmed by uh, Pony Cannon's uh, official Twitter handles. It's uh, been confirmed to be produced. So we're on our way with that. Well, since yeah. we're in our nerd news um, segment right now, um, I have some more information that I would like to drop on people. Um, in case you haven't noticed, like I said last time on our last episode about uh, Uncharted, they actually have a release date for it now. It's actually uh, February 18th. So um, I went to go see the Spider-Man movie today, no spoilers, but um, they showed the trailer for that. 
they also showed the release date for that and they also showed um that morbius will be dropping next month which i'm really looking forward to yeah, Morpheus too, man. The whole Spider-Verse is coming. Bro, I can't wait for the, for, the, for the first two months of next year. Jared, Jared Leto looks like uh, the, the perfect fucking game. He, he looks perfect for this, especially when his face gets sullen. face. Yeah, yeah, man. But look, yeah, I... Yeah, I, I like you know what I was hyped about this week? That's perfect for being a... <laughs> Vampire. What I was hyped about this <laughs> week, man, cheekbones. was the Bleach, the Bleach trailer coming out, bro. The Thousand Year Blood oh. War. That trailer looks phenomenal. <laughs> the animation looks crazy, especially if you've been a Bleach fan from day one. The animation, you know what I mean? That was on some old '90s shit. So, but it looks nasty right now. I am stupid, dumb hype. And but we gotta wait all the way till October. 2022 so that was sucks y'all giving us another whole year to fucking wait on it basically because was that 10 months away from now oh it's, it's just it's a year bro it's a year bro yeah it's a year at that point and it was supposed to come out january 2022 so i'm i'm a little pissed i'm a little pissed i think what happened was the pandemic really fucked everything up when it comes to that shit you know with the releases of everything also with just um because um <clears throat> when i was actually watching the the movie today um i seen that you know um, morbius is coming out next month but that was scheduled to drop actually this year 2021 and they pushed it back you know same thing like with black widow that was supposed to come out um earlier this year but it came out in the middle you know so a lot of movies and a lot of production has been stopped due to the pandemic and everything so with them actually getting back onto on track of everything I, I'm, I'm excited for 2022 to be honest like I'm excited because I feel like it's gonna come with so many bangers at one time it's like all of our nerds and geeks out there you know what I'm saying they're gonna get their ultimate mind blow like boom all at one point yeah like uh also nigga uh I know you're gonna be hyped about this, but Kenshin is getting an anime adaption. Oh yeah, next year, bro. Oh next yeah, year. oh yeah. You know I'm hyped yeah, about we that. We already knew he's gonna be. Yeah, we already knew that. <laughs> you can't tell me nothing about my man, uh, Yoni Kenshin. Like that's the king of samurai. Well, you can. You can tell us all about Kenshin. Go right. For, go ahead and do it. <laughs> just, just do oh, it. So we gonna jump. We just gonna jump right it. into it. Yeah, no more just nerd do news. it. All right, so boom. You Today, know, you know oh, what you want to talk about. Stop playing. <laughs> no, I, mean, I I was just figuring we had some more nerd news, but if that's it, then uh, I'll jump right into it. So today, the reason why this is our Bushido episode is because today we're all going to be highlighting uh, some of our favorite uh, samurai Bushido uh, animes. And then today, um, for the listeners out yeah. there, say that again, Queen. We're gonna talk about some uh, some classic Bushido samurai mm-hmm. uh, anime series that we love and hold near and dear to our heart. We mentioned it on our previous episode that uh, we kind of bumped into it, and so we figured we yeah, go ahead sure. and follow through and uh, crack this one open. So go ahead, King. All right then. So um, my my anime pick for Bushido this week is uh, Rioni Kitchen, and um, I'm pretty sure the listeners already know how I feel about this anime. Uh, this is my top three animes of all time. Um, 
not only is it one of my top three animes of all time, but I think it's probably the best Bushido uh, anime of all time. But that's just my opinion. You know, we can agree to disagree. This anime actually debuted back in January 10th of 1996. It came out with the first 66 episodes and then it was switched to Studio D, uh, which had produced the last 67 to 95 episodes. So uh, originally, um, when it comes to Kenshin, I was I just fell in love with the story and with uh, the, the person that he was portraying, you know? He came from a violent background, you know, as be, be, being known as the Batosai, which is a, a a name that was feared amongst all samurai in that whole entire era, you know. So when the Botai, when the Batosai, when he actually became somebody who didn't want to kill anymore, and that actually happened after his wife was taken from him, you know, his wife uh, being let me see if I can get her name real quick, uh, Toma. Toma, she was actually killed, and um, before he became Samurai, I mean Rioni Kenshin, you know, and instead of Himura Kenshin. Well, Himura Kenshin is his name, but he was known as the Batosai, you know. Yep, sir. And and um, so when he became the uh, you know just regular Kenshin and not the Batosai, he actually started uh, meeting people that um, changed his life up. They brought him to a new light and he also used the reverse side of the blade. So now the reason why he used the reverse side of the blade is because he no longer wanted to kill, you know? If he was going to fight anybody, he would just knock his opponents out. He, mm. was, he wasn't trying to kill them. So I think that that's also, uh, considering his background of being a brutal samurai, you know what I'm saying? Being a brutal warrior who was just like killing people and him actually taking up his blade once again, but to take it up to defend people was something that was, uh, it's commemorable on his part, you know? Because think of the countless amount of villages that this man had destroyed single-handedly, you know? Yo, this nigga's a murderer. <laughs> he was, cause he was literally in that live action. Let me tell you, the whole first hour was him cutting down a whole village, just chopping <laughs> niggas' necks left and right. Like at least two hundred. Are you talking about the Netflix um um it was, um lot? Yeah, two Okay. Yeah, the was, Netflix one. Two hundred okay. easy. He was going through them streets. That's when he was killer killer. <laughs> That's when he was killer Ken. Ken. <laughs> killer Ken. Oh, I like that. Killer Ken. <laughs> killer Ken. Killer Ken shit. Yeah, killer Ken. Yeah, we need to get someone to uh animate him with one of those pink fur coats on and then sort. <laughs> killer Ken. That's definitely, oh, okay. that's definitely a, a top five, top three, however you want to put it. I don't really care, but it's in that 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 realm of Bushido. Like, you can't, if you want to talk about samurai anima, anime, swords clashing, this mm -hmm. is where it's at right here, man. Yeah, and you can't deny it. It's cutthroat. It's not really for the kids. I mean, we watch it as kids, but it's not for the kids. <laughs> well, I feel like um, going off what you were just saying, I think the Samurai X series was more not for the kids because once it became the Rioni Kenshin, it became more of a savior instead of a, a, a murderer, you know? If you're going off of the Samurai X, Samurai X, he was that's when he was the bot Batosai, you know? That's when he was known as that. Batosai, yeah. And, you know, and... Um, yeah, for sure. And then actually, like when he became just the Kenshin, the person, um, you know, he ran into a couple of people who became his allies during that time, you know, um, switching up, you know, you got Sonosuke, 
you also got um what is the girl's name hold on one second pull it up right now and then you also have yahiko who is the young student who is um taking in um karu lady karu sorry okay lady karu that's a young girl right yes she was um the reason why i had to look that up because um there's a lot of K's and even my sleeper coming up. So that's the reason why I'm like, let me not say the wrong lady. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. That's the thing with some of these. They, they got so many names they throw it in there. It, when, it's, when it's not like a long anime, sometimes mm-hmm. it's hard to get into every single character and memorize their names. Because Well, Lady Carl, she, go was, a she was, was a staple. She was a staple. Lady Carl was a staple in the, um, this like, anime. I just feel like, oh, that green hair nigga or the one with the blue eyes. <laughs> you have to have something to relate to them yeah definitely but um go going get it back into kenshin you know um throughout the time that he became a uh, rioni kenshin and just the traveling swordsman as known um instead of known as the bato side his name and the scar that he had on his face especially when it came to a lot of warriors who was looking to like when it comes to um a special individual a special warrior you know your name precedes yourself sometimes you know your reputation actually precedes yourself to the point where it's like even though he tried to turn a new leaf everybody recognized him as the the, the samurai with the the x on his face you feel me so yeah. people who was even like even though he was trying to turn a new leaf you had uh people out there who were still hunting for the man with the x on his face you know they recognized him off rip so you know some of his uh, opponents that he ended up clashing with you know like shishio shishio uh you have a couple of other people too um sojiro sojiro is another one that was um i think i think he was probably one of my favorite ones out of sojiro was cold bro was like he didn't fight like normal style you feel me no, he uh, was, no, he didn't. Well, I think everybody had their own little flavor, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like with Shishio, um, having the fire, um, like with his burn marks and everything, you know, and him actually being able to control fire, you know. So I think that that was, like you said, everybody had their own attributes and their own um single hand single set skills. So um, and I think that's what also makes this anime so interesting because. You have, uh, even when it came to um, Kenshin, like he had to come back and, and look for his original master, you know, in order for him to take on certain opponents, you know, because it's like you could feel like you're the greatest, but it's like there's certain things your master didn't teach you, you know what I'm saying, to defeat certain opponents that now you probably need your skill. Well, he got that now. He definitely <laughs> does. You got it now. Ain't nobody standing really above him. I mean, it's a couple close, but shit, in that in that realm of the universe, psh, top dog. Mm-hmm. But um, also, like um, one of the reasons why I really love this story is because um, like I said before, it, it touches on the love aspect, you know, with a samurai who thought that he could never love again. You know, after his wife being taken away from him, and actually his wife being a whole fucking enemy in the beginning, you know, like she was she was sent there to 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 set him up, you know, mm. and uh, with her falling in love with him and everything, I think that that just plays a role in the fact of the matter is that he decided to say, you know what, I'm done with killing, you know. That probably definitely helps when you. <laughs> 
<laughs> who wants to who wants to be angry when you got buns waiting at home for you okay yes, yes, yes. <laughs> don't nobody got time for that <laughs> got the muffins right but um kitchen has always been uh like a cult classic for sure his crazy wild red hair and the scar on his on his face you know he's just so iconic and uh you know I'm looking forward to seeing that anime for sure. They're pumping new life into it and bringing it back. So into all of these old animes, I'm really excited to see what they do with that. I mean, the anime community has grown so much. I think we're going to see a lot of redos of these. Um, of these I mean, there's a lot more out there than I had even realized. Like Netflix low-key has done a lot, has done a lot of uh, live action remakes. They have, because actually today I looked... I searched uh, Kenshin on Netflix and I was like, oh shit, there's more than the one that I watched. Because I only watched one movie and I think there's, there's like two three on there. Okay, damn, I didn't know that. Well, I was going to say that um, I found out that Alice in Borderland is also on uh, Netflix. Yeah, that's where I started watching that at, on Netflix. Okay. That was that shit. That might be an episode right there. That was kind of cutthroat too. <laughs> What was kind of cutthroat? Alice in uh, Borderland. Yeah. But, you know, going back to Kenshin, I think he might have been one of the first um, one of the first characters that had, like, a big scar that I was like, damn, bro, I need me a scar. <laughs> I need me some hardcore scar. I got a story, like, walk into a bar type shit. Like, oh, mm -hmm. this, nigga, this nigga real, bro. He meant this shit. He a stone cold killer. I didn't even want to. Was one of them? Yeah, of course. She was one of them ones that cut the little uh, hole in your eyebrow, didn't you? Um, yo. Uh huh. Yeah, I know. I, I put two. I put two slits on the left eyebrow. Look at this nigga. Look at this <laughs> nigga. Oh wow. Oh, you put two. You know, stop cuts, putting look, cuts in your you eyebrow, I, trying to wild out. Wow. The only time I stopped was when I got to the military because I was still doing it, and one of my sergeants was like, "Soldier." What the fuck you got going on? You think you <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, yo, sorry, it's a, it's a scar. And he was like, <laughs> he did not play that shit, but he caught me. He was like, yo, why your eyebrow going back? You was lying to me? Get down, do, do some push-ups. I was like, damn. Dang. Got me, got me bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, Chris, did you have anything music. else? Did you have any other uh, points about Kenshin you wanted to get into? Um, besides the fact that I think the story is beautiful and also, like I said, the characters, like you have a lot of animes where they'll involve the side characters and everything. Um, I think that these guys, uh, like Sonosuke, he definitely had his pivotal moments in the anime where he had to basically battle alongside with Kenshin. You know, um, Karu, like she's been like a supporting cast and like his lover, low key, but... Um, I don't think that it was really uh, too much that you, for her character, besides her training um, Yajirobe, that was really like too detrimental um, to the anime series. Um, other than the fact that, like I said, it's one of the best samurai um, series that I've ever seen. Um, the ending was actually, it ended good. So to hear that they're coming back with a, to revamp it and everything is actually interesting to see where they're gonna go with the storyline and everything. So, um, is it a redo or a different story? I don't know, bro. I think I, I, I hope that it's a continuation. I don't want a revamp, you know, like 
renewed series for Kenshin because we already have the limited episodes that we have. Like I felt like Kenshin ended too early, you know. It could be like a Shaman King because they they redid they completely redid Shaman King. Same story. It's completely for the most part the same the exact same scenes just better animation which one is the first anime to really get redone was it like hunter x hunter that started this wave of re hunter hunter definitely was one oh damn that's a great question i didn't even know there was a 1990s series yeah Mm -hmm. when everybody has like opposite color hair than they do in the new version (laughs) i saw i saw clips and like uh, screenshots from the from the original I was like, yeah. this is some fan made. This is really good fan made uh, art. No, right that's the original. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's the real deal. This is the original yeah. shit. Yeah, it's the OG. I actually, actually watched it. I mean, it's, it differs a little bit too. Um, like, I think the first challenge when they're doing the with the one with the cooking chick and the big dude or whatever. I don't know if you remember exams? that they had the. Well, yeah, the exams and that big brontosaurus no, egg exam, and shit. Yeah, yeah was like I think the second were, exam. I think. Yeah, okay. They, they were cooking something else. They were, I think, they had a different dish. So, question though. So, you saying that the original series uh, of Hunter x Hunter was kind of redone over when they did when they did the revamp? When they did the newer oh, the, one with the newer mm-hmm. animation? Yeah. It was Because okay, I've never seen, I never seen the original. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Like, I've only yeah. seen, like, the more I, uh, recent is, like, what, 2010? I think it was. Yeah, I mean it's like mid to twenty, something like whatever that. they call. What do they call our shit? What do they call our era? This is weird. I'm not early two thousands, I guess. <laughs> oh my god! It's, it's early two thousands. It's early two thousands. Yeah, and then you All got right. the twenty tens, well, and then now we the tw- uh, twenty second century. Twenty first. Yeah, this shit don't even sound correct. Yo, y'all niggas old man. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm a young boy. <laughs> All right, young boy, get into your shit then. Well, shit, well, we were talking about our favorite Bushidos, man. Um, one of my favorite of all time, and soundtrack's amazing. It mirrors so much for Cowboy Bebop for a reason, and we'll get into that later. But uh, that would be Samurai Champloo. And... What are you talking about? That's my pick. <sighs> okay, you know what? Let's You're just... supposed to do Basilisk and Afro Samurai, nigga. Yeah, I was about say, yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> when he said Samurai Champloo, I was like, wait, hold on. I I'm like, do I need to come through the screen right now? Why do I the, do? Uh, what do I Mac do this sh- shit for? See, you, know you what? had Basilisk. We are what talking. We are talking about Samurai Champloo. Let's get into it. All right. Well, then I'm talking about Samurai Champloo because that's <laughs> my baby. <laughs> I slaved over. We've, no, no, fuck you're that. Not real, We've no, talked you're about not it. This really, was my no. favorite. No, no, no. I put it down. <laughs> she picked it, bro. Times I picked it, we and go, that's why all right, I said, right, you know what? No, no, no. That's you can go through the files. The fucking the outro files. intro was gonna be that too. We gonna go Mac, through the files. Be, we gonna check. You've been smoking too much. Get your mind right. I haven't been smoking. I stopped smoking. Well, maybe you need you need some fish oil or something or some elderberry. <laughs> because she it was definitely clear. picked Samurai Champloo. It was though, clear. Bro. It was clear that Samurai Champloo is my baby. And, and Basilisk was yours, yeah. And Basilisk was yours. That's why I even started wa- rewatching it. It's because you wanted to talk about it. I did want to talk Samurai. about it. I did want to talk. That's right. About it. So talk about Basilisk. <laughs> No, we already introed uh Samurai Champloo. No, we didn't, because that I'll, was shit. You're not I'll doing it like that. You, no. I'll let you no. hit this off, bring this into the, the forefront. Let's get into some animation. Any, anyway, 
Anyway, anyway, let me um just scrub the last like two minutes, listeners. I apologize for Max unpreparedness. So this let me get is. right into it. The narratives. <laughs> the truths. Anyway. <clears throat> Definitely uh, yeah, Tiger Facts. Exactly. Tiger <laughs> Facts. Snapple Facts. <laughs> so let's get into it. Um one of the most uh prolific anime series of its time uh comes from a strong background and family ties from a strong vein of uh great directors uh mm -hmm. story writers script writers animation you name it the soundtrack of course is um i've talked about it multiple times before on previous uh episodes as well how this soundtrack definitely um made a huge impact on not only my life but a, a lot of other young cats as well who came into this anime game early and if you mm -hmm. haven't already guessed it mac ruined the introduction but let me reintroduce you to none other than samurai shampoo okay <laughs> give me some fucking gunshots. Give, give, some say, gunshots. give me some air horns, you know what I'm saying? What the fuck? What is this? <laughs> All right. It's Samurai Shampoo. Okay. Uh, directed by none other than the wonderful Shinjiro Watanabe. Uh, was conceived in the late 1990s, in 1999, um, while he was working on Cowboy Bebop. So mm -hmm. if you go back and watch, you see a lot of um, similarities and how he kind of like went in the opposite direction with Samurai Champloo. So m one of the main characters, Mugen, actually looks pretty close to Spike Spiegel, but his hair is more wild. He um, isn't the smooth uh, suit wearing, cigarette smoking, you know, smooth talking uh, nigga that we see on Cowboy Bebop. He's the complete antithesis. He's wild. He's a breakdancing, uh, sword-wielding asshole. And um, he really uh, is my favorite character of the whole season, season, series and shit. So I love Mugen. But Samurai Champloo, the anima anime actually started in uh, 24, uh, 20... 2004 with 26 episodes and so mm -hmm. it's in the Edo period of Japan but hip-hop is completely interwoven within every facet of this series and it's just so great so For sure. oh, you start yeah. out you, yeah you start out by like following this tea waitress named Fu and um basically she ends up saving the lives of this outlaw Mugen and a Ronin Jin and um, saves them from being executed. So in, re in return, they promise to help her get revenge or find um, this samurai who smells like sunflowers because this person killed her mom or killed her family. So um, they go on this crazy wild adventure and um, the whole time they're like looking for food. <laughs> But every single every single episode is them trying to survive in the end of the Edo period. And mm -hmm. basically, you have samurai, you have ninja, you have these small villages uh, in the countryside <laughs> of Japan, 
and the artwork is just so beautiful the landscaping you see like cherry blossoms and the rice fields and this small you know like village huts and stuff like that it's just, the background is just beautiful honestly so a little bit more into the main characters mugen he's an outlaw from the ryuku islands and he's the self-taught swordsman who uses like break break dancing techniques to fight, which is super cool. Um, and back then, when back then I sound old as shit. <laughs> when that when the anime first came out, I feel like this was the first time I really seen our culture like appreciated in anime, and it didn't look like they were making fun of us. And I felt like it was so mm. important. And I felt like they they really understood um our culture and really appreciate it and they show you know, you know the the director Wantanabe he was paying homage back to a genre that deeply impacted him i mean he had like we like we said they had heavy influences of jazz and lo-fi and like hip hop and shit all throughout cowboy bebop and samurai shampoo so he knows what's up. He knows the culture. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, that's the thing about it is that sometimes in order for you to have that incorporated in with your anime series, you obviously have to have a background also in that type of music, you know, because yeah, the, the soundtracks and everything, like we have soundtracks where, where you could tell that it's completely influenced by like a, a Japanese or Korean culture, you know, or Chinese culture, yeah. depending on the type of instruments that they um use, you know. Oh yeah, it has definitely a completely different sound to the Western Western uh, instruments that we use. You know, their string mm -hmm. instruments, the flutes are just used differently, and it's just so beautiful when you hear it like combined into the landscape, the whole context of it. But I mean, jumping into some more of the production on the soundtrack, the the music is done by Nujabes. Uh, we have Fat John, Force of Nature, and um, I think Shaka, or, let me see, Suchi from Shaka Zombie. So all of these artists came together to make just the most incredible vibe for an anime ever. You can just put fucking Samurai Shampoo on in the background while you're cleaning your house or whatever, lighting candles. <laughs> and you don't have to pay attention, honestly. You saying that Sunday vibes? <laughs> it's such a Sunday vibe. It's such a chill <laughs> vibe, <laughs> for sure. Um, but back to Mo Mugen, honestly, let me ask you a question. Uh, Not to interrupt you, Queen, but what do you think has a better soundtrack? Now that you, um, beans that you um brought the two together between Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Champloo, which one do you Samurai Champloo will always be number one for me. Oh, okay, there's, there's no question. It'll be there's no question. There's no question. It'll be on repeat. Like, it's so versatile. I think it adds such a diversity this. in a soundtrack as opposed to, like, uh, Cowboy Bebop, where Cowboy Bebop really, it's like... It's mostly all jazz. Yeah. It's just a different vibe, yeah. man. Well, because, um, you know, there's also up-tempo up songs that are, uh, like, the chase-sounding feel that you get, mm -hmm. the, you know, rhythmic pat pattern that they have. So um, it's definitely more um, primal, the sounds that come from... Uh, the soundtrack for Samurai Shampoo just because of the era that the anime is in because they're mm -hmm. still kind of roughing it and you know it's right before um, steam engines and shit because they just got like pistols single, sh single shot pistols and shit mm -hmm. during this time from slow um, like interaction with the west you know Jap Japan is on the whole other side from, from the west so they're the last ones to be 
So um, in, in this time, they were, they were really blocking any, tr- they were trying They had to an block. isolation period. Yeah. They had an isolation period. They saw what was happening in China and um, Korea and stuff like that, their neighbors, and they weren't letting foreigners in as um, readily as their neighbors. So you know, that's you're starting to see some of that really influence come that. through. That's one thing I could really appreciate when it comes to animes such as this one, where they actually, um, it's not just an anime, but it's actually um, going off of world history. Yeah, they, they tried to piece. incorporate how different art was was transferred across mm-hmm. continents and how mm-hmm. just just energy was transferred in martial arts and everything. The hit the real history. Yeah, some of it might might have been fake. I haven't looked everything up, so I yeah, some of the you. stories are definitely fake and for you know for fun oh, yeah, of course. and for they, the. Yeah, honestly, I mean, one of my favorite all-time episodes uh, from the series is episode nine, and that one's called Beat the Beatbox Bandits. That one's my favorite, <laughs> and that one's um, when this government official has like a flashback to when him and Mugen get caught by by these bandits who are undercover as Tengu, and basically Tengu are... Um, it's like folklore of these spirits that lurk in the forest and shit and they wear these masks and have long nose they look like kind of goblins or whatever mm-hmm. but um they actually you know, have a name for those masks that has the long nose the uh, i don't know if it's kabuki it's not a kabuki mask but i don't want to say are, the you, are you talking about the episode where they got captured and they get with- captured and basically mm-hmm. to get to escape him and the government official they light up this they're caught in the storage room and they're rolled up in hay and he like this government official um dislocates his shoulder gets free and then he lights up the storage room and the storage hut goes up in flames so they have to get him out but the storage hut is is holding like pounds and bales and bales of fucking purple haze and then the whole all the fields catch fire all the fields are purple haze so literally all this shit is all of their supplies going up in flames. And so everybody's running around trying to figure out how to put out the fire. And Mugen and the government official are getting away and trying to get to the next village over. Now, because the wind, the way the wind is set up and carrying and the way the uh, fields are just burning so fast, that wind carries all the purple haze down to the next neighboring village. And so literally everyone with the, within the two villages are fucked up and smacked like even even the smacked, fucking animals bro. are smacked they yeah, had like gassed. the frogs were dancing the fucking cows and chickens were dancing. like everybody was happy that <laughs> I, night. I think i think it missing the fact that mugen was supposed to come back to the village to save. yeah he was supposed food. to yeah. say yeah but i know he that. got I so high <laughs> he was having fun i didn't miss that part. <laughs> It was so high. He was out there. He started Logan dancing. That's what he wanted to have a party. Yeah, with he was his little Harlem Shake. They stopped. They, they was just trying to kill you in the morning time. Now they they arm in arm laughing like this is the greatest party I ever Carrying had. On. Yeah, and the borders were open, so it was free travel back and forth for one day, and that's how they were able to get across the border without a ticket, <laughs> without the correct paperwork. Yo, but basically, like, yeah, because. Yeah, because, you know, like I said, travel was on lockdown back then. But also, mm-hmm. um, Mugen, just another tiger fact. I'm going to give it to you guys. Just get over it. So <laughs> the Japanese voice actor is done by Kazuya uh, Nakai. And he's best known for voicing none other than Zoro. Yay, baby daddy. <laughs> 
<laughs> so <laughs> he's also done some other Bushido greats like um, Toshido from Gintama and Date uh, Masumune from Sengoku okay, Basare. Mm-hmm. Some Goku Basara, man. It's like speaking Spanish, man. It's a, okay. I'm trying. <laughs> this okay. is like eight. This is like eight, eight, ten different syllables in one name. <laughs> they, no, these niggas is, fucked up sometimes. These niggas is Nigerian on the low. Let's be real. Right, right, right. <laughs> and what a buying. <laughs> Shout out to uh, my, my favorite aspect of this show is like really for the most part they were just on adventures, you know. It wasn't okay. a whole complete arc of a mission that they were constantly trying to be on. Yeah, that's why I really okay. love it oh. because you don't have to pay attention too deeply to it, but you can if mm. you want to, but you don't have to. Yeah. No, um, I agree with you. Like, it wasn't no main focus like throughout the entire series, you know? I mean, the focus was to find this fucking samurai and shit and stay alive for the most part. Like yeah. I said, keep finding your daily meal. But I mean, that, I mean... It was when cool it with me and everything. It, it was multiple like stories, you know. Yeah, but I you mean, know, the best part about it was the anime, like as, as opposed to like certain animes when they have like twenty episodes and it's focused on one main thing. You know, you could get one mission, boom, be finished with that, and then move on. You know. I mean, each you know each episode would be a different story, and then they move mm-hmm. on to the next town for the most part. Well, what I was going to say is that, um, you know, I really, again, love how hip hop is so interwoven throughout the series um, from Mugen's fighting style to like random beatboxers that show up with like a freestyler with the fucking pompadour. Like that nigga, I feel like was the precursor to Space Dandy because his pompadour looks hella familiar. <laughs> and then um, if I'm not mistaken, have- it's the same universe. Just different well, topics. yeah, but you know, it's, well, that's what they said. So it yeah, just, it, it looks. But anyway, it stop interrupting. Anyway, so they even had uh, the like old tape reel effect of like cutting the record and the background after every episode. I just really like how they put like the scratching of a fucking actual record on the screen. That was my that's um, some of my favorite points in seeing the series. Just how they put those little elements in. It's just so great. I love it. Even when it even when it goes to the the, the title of the show, <clears throat> because it's Samar Champlu, it, it it embodies the main two characters, which is Jin and Mugen. Jin would be the samurai stoic. He's the embodiment of what a samurai should be in Champlu, meaning um, I believe it's unpredictable, and that's what Mugen was. His fighting style was change, adapting on the spot. So it just went straight with their Jin kid. was the complete opposite to Mugen because he was so calm and cool and just level-headed and strategic. But he was also a shamed Roni because he killed his master. Oh, mm. he <laughs> so he, he was on the run. Disrespect. So he had to, throughout the series, he was constantly on the lookout and uh, just like hiding his character or his identity with his lame-ass Harry Potter glasses that he made. made. <laughs> But, you know, he was trying to duck um, the other samurai from that same dojo that came to uh, get re- or avenge their fallen master. So it's a it's interesting to see how much pride meant to them back in the day. Like your pride as a man was literally everything. And once you lost that, you had to kill yourself. Like you literally had to off yourself or everybody would look at you like you should be dead. <laughs> 
Yeah, so that's, just, that's samurai code right there. I mean, and there wasn't enough food to go around. So if you're not going to be useful, get up out of here pretty much. Bye bye. You know? So that was definitely a go to the 2000s. Uh, it was. I mean, and not to discredit Fu either, because I did like her character. She is um, kind of gave me early Nami vibes, you know, because <laughs> she is all about the money, getting her coin. <laughs> and she's hard. She's hardworking um, and shit. So she's got a lot of tricks of the trade that help her get by. But she's got this uh, pet flying squirrel called Momo, who's super clutch sometimes and super cute. <laughs> Bro, she got captured like four times in the first eight episodes. <laughs> like, she's so- always getting captured. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> come on now. You got to learn from something. <laughs> but she did have a little bit of a, a character arc and um, it came full circle when she's learning about you know, the samurai that she's been searching for this whole 26 episode span. So that did come Mm. full circle. Everybody really came full circle and learned a little thing, a little bit in the last three episodes where that's where shit really got cracking. I think- No, we're not gonna, wait a minute. We're not gonna talk about how Jin fell in love with the prostitute. Oh, he did. He sure did. did. (laughs) We're not gonna talk about how Jin- Yo, Captain Save Him. Captain Save Him, bro. Literally. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) He's about to... She taught him how to cook, though. So, I mean... I guess. (laughs) But he had... He he found his little little waifu. I ain't mad at him. He had to pay for her, but... (laughs) He let her go at the end of the the episode. And Uh, let her go across the river so she could get free and wouldn't have to uh, pay the debt from her husband. I think that's where he went to at the end, at the end of the series. Yeah. That, yes. Really? Yeah, I think that's, okay. that's that was his destination. I think didn't Mugen have have a little shorty he picked up too, right? Um, uh, I think probably, he had someone back from the village or something like that. I think they all he, went their separate ways and got their women back. Wow. I mean, at the end well, of the it day. sounded like Mugen was lacking because he did try to get freaky that one time, and then the bitch tried to uh, uh, poison him. He yo. Yo, Mugen was stay trying to get a little bit. He was like, fool, you're not even a real woman. Let me show you what one looks like. <laughs> Yo, Yo. When, when they was waiting for Jin to get back to the room, I think it was in that same episode where he met um he met that girl when Jin met that hit the prostitute girl. And Jin and Mugen was like, Yo, you he told Fu, you shaped like a plank of wood. <laughs> That's just sad. She looked down. She had nothing pad in her uh, little kimono. It's kind of sad. Yeah, she'd be some shape weight or something. Oh, no. <laughs> she'd be all right, though. She'd be all right. But, I mean, I was also going to say you can definitely tell where this anime became so influential in others that came after it. I'm not sure exactly when Boondocks uh, aired, but I feel like I, I see a lot of Samurai shampoo influence in Boondocks. Boondocks had to be like, I would say like around 2008, seven, around the time, maybe. Or probably like 2006. It wasn't too far afterwards. But you would, exactly. have, to, you would have to pick up that because it wasn't too many uh, animes that had that hip hop essence to it. You know yeah. what I mean? Okay. So it was it's very predominant. Like you can only look, you can only look about maybe two animes that really had that hip hop backing, and I've always wanted that so much more. From I'm like, y'all would have such a better time with this shit. Like get some hip hop in there. You don't always have to do the rock. 
hype video, hype music. You know what I mean? Get you some hip hop, some beats in there. Yeah, the you other anime would definitely be. The other anime. I'm sorry, Chris, I couldn't hear you. No, I said the only. You know what? I think that plays a part in it. Um, is that the fact that matters that it depends on the action sequence. You know, when you have like like hip hop, like you gonna understand and, and, and um with the fighting scene, it sequence along with the hip hop songs. You know. Sometimes you know when it when it was like a a, a slow samurai like and then they fucking they just standing off with the swords you know what I'm saying with, in the rain and stuff it definitely does uh, bring more to the fight scenes you're right because um, when the fast paced songs get to going in the background mm-hmm. you know the there's a there's a drum in one of the songs for uh, Samurai Champloo and when you hear it the bongos start to going exactly. you know it's action time mm-hmm. <laughs> they about exactly. to get going but I mean Matt going back to what you said you know other animes that have some hip hop influence into it I mean there's another one that we just talked about that's oh, also oh. Bushido that has plenty of hip hop influence I mean the fucking RZA himself was involved in it. Yeah, it's it's completely hip hop influenced. We're talking about uh, Afro Samurai uh, Resurrection, mm-hmm. which was completely based off of the author's love for hip hop. And coincidentally, this really only it only popped off because it was a manga series in the early two thousands. Um, let me see, it was a, a manga series in I believe uh, two thousand. Oh, 1998 to 2002. And they started making uh, action figures. When the action figures got to some uh, American directors and they did like a, uh, so that got kind of blown up. Like, yo, let's make an anime series about this. They did a little little promo run and Samuel Jackson saw it. And bam, you got Samuel motherfucking Jackson involved with the anime. You feel me? And so uh, this this goes crazy. So of course he had Don't to forget ahead. the L. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's Samuel L. Jackson, homie. Samuel like, L. Jackson. Put some no respect L's, on that bro. L. It's all wins. It's you all know wins what I'm saying? Like that. It's not an L, but it's a. You gotta put some name on that. You gotta make sure they know who the fuck you talk about. No, you no say Samuel L. Jackson. But go ahead, King. No, that's complete facts, man. But this is. This is one of my favorite. It was really short, you know, really short. I feel like they could have been, they, it could have been done so much longer, man. I think they mm-hmm. all deserve this as a culture. You feel me? J- just to be able to see as a young kid, this black man on stage as the greatest samurai we didn't seen. It was a very big influence on my life. Shit. No, I, I was very happy to see, like I say, when the hair gets to waving, it gets crazy. When his yeah. afro got to waving, that shit got crazy. Bro, you that know how strong the wind got to be blowing for your afro to be waving? Yeah, exactly. For <laughs> no, the fast afro to be blowing like that. We don't know people in our culture and our, and our color background, you know, saying, our, you know, who, who's like that, who's represented on that platform to where it's like, you know, you could be a prominent figure in this anime culture, you know? So that was very prolific for our time, you know? You know what I, I love? Is, we love, we love um, um, anime period, but when we have somebody of our culture and everything and our um, uh, race, it, it makes a difference sometimes. Definitely. That's why I think a lot of black people gravitated towards this anime series. But go ahead, Matt. I think uh, the most part, the, the well, one of the biggest parts I loved about um, this series is they didn't 
they didn't try too hard. They kept it is what it is. You know, you got a, a ninja, you got a ninja named Ninja Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga Ninja. Ninja Ninja. But it was just straightforward. They didn't try too hard to make Afro um a hero. Like he killed niggas. He was killing everybody. He was out there for a specific goal, and it is what it was. Did you like this character or not? And we all just love. Gotta it. make it to the top of the mountain. Yeah, and it, but it was all about that bandana, man. So it was. It, it really just mirrored black culture, like to a T. And for mm-hmm. listeners that haven't seen it, it's in this world of Afro samurai. They have the top samurais, you know, the top guy has the number one bandana. You cannot be challenged by anyone but the number two. So the number two mm. is constantly getting attacked. The number yeah. two got to fight, got to fight, got to fight. But everybody's all after the number two just so they can challenge number one. And Afro Samurai's yeah. whole goal was to avenge his father, who was the previous number one who lost his headband. And so he goes through villages. <laughs> goes Slaughtering. Villages. Yeah, and it's just a lot of things that go into this anime. There's robots, you know, like cyborgs in this thing. It Wasn't was, there a killer teddy bear in this one? There was there was a guy that had a um, the teddy bear head on. He, he had a whole bear as a as a headdress. <laughs> and and his name was Bear in Japanese, which is crazy. It was right on like they didn't try too hard. It's like it is what it is, bro. It is what it is. Ninja Kuma. <laughs> yeah, Ninja Kuma, bro. Ninja Bear. Like it is what it is. I, I loved it. But especially also just having a goat like Riza doing this soundtrack. Like, come on now. We have to give this more respect. This needs to come back. We need to do a longer anime. Wu Tang. I'm throwing up the Wu. I'm throwing up the Wu listeners. Throwing up the Wu. Throw it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, we all gotta we gotta throw that up. We all gotta, yeah, gotta throw that sure. one up. But yes, definitely Amro Samurai top five Bushido anime. For sure. For sure. I definitely agree with you on that. I mean, I have a little list of uh, the top ten if you want me to run down what I found. Of Ooh. of the oh yeah, sure. Do that. Of uh, the top ten. So of course we know there's Kenshin. Uh, there's one? Afro Afro Samurai. Well, I'm not doing it in pre- any particular order. Yeah, so. don't get nobody okay. mad. <laughs> yeah, because uh, no, I'm no, just no, gonna, no. I'm just wondering because yeah. you just no, no, no. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it in any particular order. We just talking about Kenshin, you know. First, mm-hmm. uh, Afro Samurai, uh, of course, Samurai Shampoo. Um, and then we have uh, some people believe Gintama is. <laughs> But Gintama's not really a... I know, he's comedy. He doesn't really can't do shit. Like, I, don't I don't respect know, that one, man. And nah, I, don't I don't respect it either. It's that's not even just that. Yeah, that's what I'm ahead. saying. This is this is what I found out there. Don't kill the messenger, right? Then they had uh, Sengoku Basada, Samurai Kings. Mm-hmm. They had um, Shigeru Death Frenzy. They had... Um, Shigeru Death Frenzy. Yeah, Saraya Goyo, House of Five Leaves. They had Sword of the Stranger. And then, let me see, they had this long-ass name one. Bear with me on this one. God damn. Mushi Bug You. Mushi Bug You. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> that's, what, that's my final answer. It's Tiger. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and then last but not least, it's Basilisk, Koga Ninjas, uh, the Koga Ninja Scrolls. So, yeah. You know, That's the one Jack was supposed to talk about. Jesus yeah. Christ. Okay, we're going to look at the <laughs> files. We're going to look at the files on that one. But look, we might as well jump into Basilisk. Um, 
this is an anime that I remember watching back in 2005 when it came out. And it's really a great, I think that it got to be top three for me. And it it's a beautiful story because it's really a, a Romeo and Juliet but cut now i just i just need to call you out real quick and and this list out because the shit says ninja in it but it has like nothing to do with actual samurai and that bushido code it's different like they cut in niggas but they're not actually samurai they're they're ninja well it took place in the bushido time the uh, edo era and uh, yeah because for for the backstory for the backstory is it was basically power struggles going on this was the yeah. shogun putting families against each other and deciding that these two ninja clans that had been warring against each other for 400 years incredible amounts of bloodshed and hatred and animosity that was bred into every single generation put them mm-hmm. against each other to basically back the new shogun so you have two clans you have the koga and you have the iga and Basically, the Shogun brought out this scroll. They put the top 10 ninjas from each of these two clans to fight it out to a death. And whoever is the winner (laughs) is the winner. But the thing is, these two ninja clans didn't really give a fuck and nor did they know about why they were actually fighting. They just had animosity for each other from the get go. They've been waiting to get each other's necks because they had a war pact where it only had to be peace. And it had the anti-war pact. No, anti-war pact. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it was peace for a long time. And they were just, they've been ready to get at each other because so many of them had lost family members and loved members over the years. Like I said, 400 years of warfare between these two clans. And so mm-hmm. they, so there was a, a little skirmish, whatever. The Shogun broke the uh, the war pact and said, y'all fight it out. These 10 sought, they put 10 names on the scroll. And these 10 names got to get X'd out. So it's 20 ninjas going back. And it was bloodshed every single episode. And I love it. Well, we also need to talk about the overarching theme of the entire series, which is this Romeo and Juliet love affair between the two Mm -hmm. warring clans. Because the chosen um, successors for both of the clans were actually supposed to marry each other and were set to be engaged and everything like that when the anti-war pact was still in effect. So the whole time they've been growing close to each other, they're falling lo- falling in love with each other. They're literally in love with each other. But now they have to hold their feelings and act as the heads of the clans because grandma and grandpa cut each other up and started the war. They fucking, that shit was cold when <laughs> grandpa stuck a whole needle through the back of grandma's but Bro, I was like, oh in, shit. In this universe, it is clan above everything. Cause if you look at it, you remember in the first yeah. two episodes, grandpa and grandpa from I mean, grandpa from the Koga and grandma from the Iga clan, Iga. they also had a little love thing going on. But they And it's been that way for generations too. Yeah, yeah that's been the curse. Say, I was just like um ninjas, you know what I'm saying? Um the Koga clan has been known throughout every kind of um anime universe when it comes to any like particular animes like that that clan you know um has always been thrown around so go ahead so um you know it just goes to show there's always a thin thin line between love and hate and uh they take that concept and they go crazy with it on in this series this is actually my first time watching um basilisk from jump 
Well, like uh, I've seen like some, maybe some episodes one or two that definitely stood out. Like the nigga that didn't have any limbs, he was he used like some weird contraption, and he only this thing only had a head, and he just used mm. his tongue to. He was like, like a snake cut niggas going. He was 50 like miles yeah. Per hour. And he had like a little, I don't know, um, a tank wheel or whatever on his belly <laughs> that would help him go through the dirt. And his, so, his I only, mean, his I was only, just, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was like, his only method of fighting was a spear that he had down his throat that his he would throat. shoot out at high he speed. Tucked bro. It, yeah, it's his secret, his secret weapon. He but, might be from New York, though. He got a, a razor underneath the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely, definitely from New York. He might Brooklyn. be Puerto Rican. <laughs> He's from Brooklyn. <laughs> no, but um, I really enjoyed the different uh powers in the secret ninja art that both the clans had on each side. It was um, one of the points in, throughout the series was that they were trying to figure out who had what powers on the other side. Um, so that was yes. cool to find out as you went along, as the battles happened, to figure out who was who because you had to name them so you could cross them out on the scroll. Um, and you cross and them that, out in blood. You cross them out with their blood. Their blood. With their yeah. blood, yeah. So, I mean... Let's also be real about this anime. Um, like the art style, Matthew told me it was beautiful, and you're right, it is very gorgeous. It's just super detailed, um, especially for its time. I feel like every single like their eyes, the intensity that they draw into the eyes, you can see every single eyelash, and these niggas have an abundance of fucking eyelashes. Ugh, the eyelashes. They're like Ugh. they're like snakes and shit that come out. Like you can see is <laughs> <laughs> they have like bobs on their eyes. It's so much hair. The it's only so person that didn't have a lot of eyebrows was uh Simon. Because he because oh, he, he had them low he had the low ass eyes. Yeah. Everybody else had Simon crazy Dono. eyebrows, man. Yeah, mm. every had a lot of had a lot of stuff going on with the hair, but um the style is just super detailed and it is gorgeous for it, sure. It's that old school style, man. Everything is drawn by hand, it's not CGI. Everything has yeah, to be done. Everything frame is by, by hand. hand. Yeah. You know, that goes back to a testament to the times of all the enemies that we just mentioned, you know. Um, all of them has been like hand um drawn, you know. Yeah. For the most part, you know. And you know, like I, I don't, I don't want to be negligent, bro. It's a full trigger warning when you watch this this anime. It is. Yeah, because there it's are a sex lot heavy. of tough scenes. There are it, a lot yeah, of tough it's, scenes. Yeah, it's bro. it's sex heavy, and they're honest about you know what a woman could do in order to um protect herself and and be a deadly opponent in this world because literally like everybody was trying to rape everybody the shit was yeah. like there was like that nigga Tenson did not leave one one pussy untouched he was trying to fucking touch <laughs> everybody out there i'm uh, saying he's trying to rape everybody it's crazy nah, that's a fact, and like every woman had to have some sort of like ninja art where some where if a man got close to them they could defend themselves but still act like they're down to have sex like it was the the underhanded shit was crazy all surrounding you know lust and power and stuff like that like it was pretty crazy throughout the whole series there was one chick whose breath would turn to poison turn you to poison that was kagado but, but only for me but, but only for men only for men yeah, yeah only for men 
But then there was the other one, as soon as you touched her body, the guy couldn't take his hands off of the body, couldn't. And then oh, she was sucking. Um, Remember, yeah. she was like Okoa? a blood sucker or whatever. Mm-hmm. I Okoa. think so. I-, I loved her, man. Yeah, um, she was she know, was down. She was she was um down for um and this is one of those animes summer. where you pick a favorite and your favorite's not making it. Yeah, your favorite's not making it, bro. Mm-hmm. It's, only, it's only it's 20 same. ninjas in here, and a, look, I ain't gonna spoil it, but a lot of them. <laughs> they get off. Dust. Well, we didn't we didn't even mention the main two, which is Genosuke Sama from the Koga, Koga Genosuke, and Obodo mm-hmm. Iga. Um, so Obodo is the, the girl, she's from the Iga clan, and Genosuke is the man from the Koga clan, and they're the ones that are destined to be together. And yeah, they I mean, um Genosuke has a crazy ass. They have like the most uh powerful eye techniques in yeah, the Ninja Genosuke's land, right? Jutsu is strongest. It's so OP. I don't think they could have written this story without taking away his powers. Like that's how nasty his Well, I mean, both of them got their powers taken away, but I was gonna ask who do you think's got the stronger eye jutsu, him or Gojo? <laughs> oh man <laughs> see I, I don't think it's fair bro this goes into a different discussion that i have a different gripe that i have when we talk about older animes because the newer animes are written and they've seen 20 30 years of these animes and True. so they're writing a new style that can trump everything else you okay. feel me so I, of course gojo's is definitely stronger leagues and bounds but Ginosuke's is nasty, man. It is especially nasty. for them times. He he, he, he can just have... looked at niggas and made them cut their own heads off. Bro, he didn't have to look at I, there's a scene where 20 ninjas are running at him from all different directions, and every single one of them just starts cutting their heads off. Chopping their own necks off. Crazy. Like, <laughs> I mean, he didn't have to do a jutsu sign thing like Itachi or nothing. They were already in the Mengeku Sharingan. <laughs> yeah. And even, even when he lost his eyes for that little period of time, he had his uncle. Um, we didn't know for the majority of the time that that actually was his uncle, but he had his uncle. He would just be like, yo, open your eyes. And he could use <laughs> that same dojutsu and just kill whatever was standing in front of him. And it was nasty. And I loved it. Yeah. Definitely one of the strongest uh, dojutsus I can think of, really, in, in anime. I mean, this this anime was super great because the villains were on both sides, technically. You know what I mean? Until but the end. Until the end when Tenzin was the main villain. And that nigga was nasty. Like I said serial rapist assault person what have you this nigga was shooting darts into um what's her face's stomach um you remember that he was shooting uh he was torturing her. he was torturing her Kaguro, right? he was, right? talk, he was torturing Kaguro, yes uh, to get yeah. Genosuke to come outside and having her scream at the top of the temple so her scream, her tortured anguish screams would echo throughout the whole fucking village. Everyone turned their lights out Yo, and man. minding their own business. That was horrible. As much <laughs> as much as, as this was a love story, Genosuke really put on for the gang. He really took, he did. He really took his clan over his love for Obi-Wan. Even, oh, even though I I will admit he probably didn't know how much she was involved because the Koga, the Koga was, they were, they were, they did not even know this war had started. They had already I mean, lost 
three individual three ninjas off their scroll before they even know this war has started that's true mm-hmm. but it's also not um obito's fault because you know she didn't know either they were both pretty much the last to know that yeah. the war had even popped off they were still living in la la land and everybody around them knew and was lying to their face so after that she had to guard herself and really become the leader on her side too and make those cold-blooded decisions when the time came you know what i mean to put it in action just so that her her clan wouldn't be looking at her like oh you really you really love this nigga you don't care about your clan you know what i mean but i will mm-hmm. say i noticed the difference between the iga and the koga clan i feel like the iga clan showed more of a familiar bond you know like they were actually like loving with each other even the ugly niggas the ugly ass ninjas and shit they were still loving with grandma but on the koga clan that shit was about business they were about code and they were running that shit like mafia over there i felt like it was a completely different vibe so that probably lends itself to why tenzin was able to hold his feelings longer than she than obito was you know what i mean mm-hmm. definitely definitely i like um like if you, you talk about that i talk about simon and his his sister um um okai like yeah. that scene right there she did her thing when she she got captured and i feel like she was stupid she shouldn't have got captured in that part but she did her thing in killing one of the ninjas but that second one she just wasn't able to get to that she, oh man i don't want to spoil it too much but I know, shit. don't give it away, but I mean, I just gotta that, say, but, these bitches be fighting with their titties out left and right. Like, I don't, I didn't understand, but I guess that's how you gotta move. Back yo, you, in the day, you didn't have no bra and you had to wear a kimono and shit. These niggas, these bitches were just like, whatever, let me just take my arm out with my fucking razor blade and I'm gonna cut you with yo, titties you, you know how tough it is to be watching this anime and your girl walking in and out the room <laughs> and every time she come in, it's some titties it's titty hanging out. out. Titties <laughs> like, a nasty motherfucker, ain't you? Exactly. I'm like, no, the... oh, it's not like that. No, that for sure. With... But for sure, this anime back. will set will be the ones to set you up. Like this anime will definitely set you up in that predicament. So it's <laughs> definitely you know mature rated. Don't watch around the little kids because, like I said, it's sex heavy. There's a lot of lust that happens within it. A lot of these powers involve getting excited or you know touching being close to somebody so it's definitely yes. not for children <laughs> you know what though um that that goes even back to ninja scroll because even with the girl you know when you had sex with her you know saying touched her like the men they would get poisoned too well oh, that, that, that that is one of the powers right there yeah, that yeah is. You, you remember you remember that um ninja scroll yeah that's yeah but the same power set same power yeah set. yeah yeah it, but it don't work when a dude is covered in hair <laughs> it don't work. she was like i gotta find more skin uh sorry baby <laughs> i don't show you <laughs> you gotta bush <laughs> hold on yeah she got stabbed up ah, ah, ah. oh man rest but, in peace but tension is is cold is cold-blooded um villain in this because he was he's immortal and so mm. that nigga died so many times and still came back. Like, it's not even a spoiler, y'all, because he going to die. Like, everybody going to die, but this nigga's <laughs> going to die and come this back gonna die. all the time. Like, you see that would, from the maybe first four episodes. Yo, he, yeah. yeah. He would, this nigga will not go to sleep. <laughs> no, he'll he take a little cat nap. A little cat nap. For like a day or two. <laughs> he'll show he's up. right back at it. And every time they're like, yo, what? I thought I killed you. 
Yeah, why are you alive? He's like, it's funny. Everybody keeps asking me that question. <laughs> Yo, he's so <laughs> stuck up. That he's shit so went. stuck up, bro. <laughs> when, when you say that right there, that gives me vibes of like um Seven Deadly Sins with um Miliotis. Like how many times then he done died and everything? <laughs> He's like, yo, how you back? <laughs> uh, can't stop, won't stop, baby. Yeah, can't exactly. Stop, won't stop. But go ahead. No, but I, I I I do love this anime. The just the different abilities of every different ninja because there's there were no similarities between their what they call nimpu. I believe they call it nimpu. Yeah, the ninja mm. arts. You got one guy that can control his hair. You got one guy that spits mucus out his mouth. That shit was nasty. <laughs> that shit mm-hmm. was it right disgusting. in her face. That shit was oh nasty. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh I I I used to like that uh what was the guy's name? Uh Hashimaru. Hash, yeah. I, I love that dude, man. I'm not going to do no too many spoilers and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh Koshiro, bro, when he got his shit blown the fuck out, we're not even going to talk about exactly how it happened, but he got his he got his thing blown out bruh in front of the whole gang yeah Deadly, bro i mean they did akigenu Ak- dirty too when she went to go fight kagudo because she was definitely beating that bitch ass and then she got yoked up she was beating her ass put her titties out whole time on the bridge and then yeah, out of nowhere yeah you know what i mean double t- see and this is really she got stuck up mouse. like she was in the fucking prison yard it was horrible it was everything tragic. is cat and mouse bro there's no rules to this there are 20 yeah. names on this scroll one of y'all got to die and then when you see like mm-hmm. one or two die like damn they about to take one from the other clan they get a couple names oh they about to take some from the other clan and it happens yep. back to back so yep. it definitely keeps you on your toes, but trigger running for for sure, bro. The entire war lasts like 10 days. And it's only 10 days. Yeah. yeah. It's only That's 10 days. That's the craziest thing. Yeah. And then like the guys, the guys in what where are they in? They're in Edo, right? Um, the, the shogun and all yeah. the, the, the patriarchy. And they're like, yo, they're savages. Like, yeah, but y'all put them through this. It has this this political aspect in the background. It's a lot of politics in the background. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's pretty nasty, man. But I I do appreciate it. I do appreciate it. And if you haven't seen, there is also a season two that came out years later. Yeah, Um, the Oku or something. Aoku. The Nobu. Yeah, Aoku Basilisk. They have like all the cherry blossoms and shit in in Nobunaga. That one, I can see why you weren't interested in it because um, I got into, after I finished the first season or whatever of Basilisk, I went and tried to watch it on Crunchyroll, the second one. This one has super cartoonish animation compared to the first. The eyes just don't even compare to the Mm -hmm. Koga and the Iga eyes that they had before. The hand drawn just cannot be replicated. Yeah, yeah, it's not. They're they they're drawing Especially it like with the gap like of the, go, on the like uh, the the, the out the outline the outline of um the animation is just super thick and bold and it looks like like Pokemon or like the new <laughs> Dragon Ball Super shit or like it's just it's just too new you know what I mean? It doesn't capture that old essence that Mac was saying about the completely hand drawn animation of the first. Yeah, yeah, and the the relationship that was being forced in just the first five episodes completely turned me off. I didn't really get too far after. Oh that. yeah, we won't Honestly. give it away to listeners, but it's really gross. And I can after that, I wasn't really paying attention either. And then couple that with the fact that some of these niggas have guns. 
That's not Shinobi <laughs> shit. Like, what are you doing? Like, yo, he was like, yo, Shinobi. can you fix my gun so it's Or a ninja, it? like. I was like, what the fuck is this? Shinobi's not supposed to be carrying around pistols. Nigga, you gotta go some ninja stars, nigga. Ain't no 22s up in here. Yeah. I don't know. But Ooh, it was Shinobi, also yeah. some funny parts, though, from that second um, season or series or whatever was that uh, they had a little easter egg or like they keep talking about the past but they in the village um they have this tree called the tenzin tree and it's said to be the immortal tree so mm-hmm. in the beginning he's like breaking branches off of the, the tree and she's like no stop it um you shouldn't be doing that he's like why it don't matter it's just gonna grow back anyway right <laughs> <laughs> facts because he's like, coming back, back. <laughs> terminator style <laughs> Yeah, but but Basilisk is definitely uh if if you're into really mature anime and people dying and not coming back, like this isn't where no Dragon Ball is involved. It's no spirits, nothing like that. <laughs> it's real cutthroat. There is scenes that are hard to get through, especially if you're watching with someone else. It's trigger warning, but it is a good watch. It is a good watch. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and you can find it on Hulu. Um, you can find it on Hulu. The second season is on Crunchyroll. Don't worry about that though. But the first season is on Hulu. <laughs> he said, "Don't worry about that one. It's it's not important." Well, that's what's so. Let's get into some sleepers. That's what y'all trying to do. Yeah, vibe. Oh, we got anything else that we need to cover? Um, Basilisk. I mean, other than that, you know, like I said, that Tenzin nigga, watch out for him. He got his. He's on his Bill Cosby shit, and he got put in. You know what? We gonna keep it rocking. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna spoil it now. The niggas are nasty niggas. That's why we got to say. Yo, fuck on Tenzin, that one. Bro. You know yeah. what? Honestly, I thought the I thought the two clans were equal. I thought they both hate each other. They both. Oh, that's kill. what I wanted to ask. Which clan did you um side with in the end? Like who who did you you know like, I, in feel the, the most first, akin to? Maybe first five to eight ten episodes i was Iga, and then i switched to koga because of the characters only mm. characters period and then i was like but the ego are still the same i was like, i just like koga a little bit better but as the story uh drawn on i was like yo the Iga are nasty folks i do not f- they're the worst of the worst and i was, <laughs> was this like, actually this actually reminds me of that one episode in Avatar The Last Airbender where he has to lead the two different clans down through the mountain. And one is the, the stuck up super clean clan and the other one is the dirty clan. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They, it, it, they, they do that. They do that shit. Man. I, I, I'm not really we sure. We got the band coming through? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's get amped in this motherfucker. Uh. That's what we doing? We bringing through okay. the band? This drumline in his shit. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But yeah, I'm but definitely Koga yeah. for life. What about you, Chris? Uh, I'd be Koga. Like I said, I was Koga. You know, like I said, that's the most known claim besides um any other claim when it comes to um the ninja shinobi aspect. Um, wow. Okay, what's going on? Wait. Let me let me turn that down. Yeah, that, that should have way I, too much bass in it. That's a lot of bass. <laughs> Bear with us. <laughs> yeah, but, so I'm out with the Koga. Okay, 
Well, I'm gonna just go ahead and be opposite. I'm riding with the Ega. You know, I liked, uh, like I said, the they had a real family bond. And I feel like Obro's heart was so like true. Well, I mean, like, you know, she had the cover up stuff, but her love for Genosuke was true. And that even swayed, um, what's her face on the Koga side was even, you know, a fan of Obero at the end of it. What's her name? O o Okasa or whatever, Okasa or something like that. But no, 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 the o the the um the one with the O or whatever she had like the purple oh, okay. kimono okay. on okay okay she's the uh, she, sister of uh Simon okay mm. so she but she was the one that was holding the um the dagger right for Obero the one that was holding the dagger the dagger for Obero you know she kept their feelings she safeguarded their feelings um and kept their love hidden for them so. You know, I oh, yeah. felt like yeah. Obero's heart, and I felt like the way she was raised. I felt, I, I, I think that really came through. So I ride with the ego, and honestly, I feel like they got uh, fucked over the worst in this whole you, war. They got to strike first. I mean, they got to strike first, but they it was under some other. It was, you know what I mean. It 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 was under some other shit though. Uh, I guess so. I, I do. I, I mean, do I'm like trying. I'm trying not to give away the ending. The you, the plot twist. The you know who are my favorites from Iga? Um, my boy Mino uh, uh, Ninki Ninki, the guy with the hair. I okay. fuck with his power set, bro. I I don't know. Like, I'm not. I'm not a hairy. You nigga. a hairy nigga? Yes, I you am are. Not a hairy <laughs> you are a hairy nigga. What's your fucking belly go? Yo, it's some, just the hair. This the hair start a little further back on your head than most. Yo, sometimes I be looking at him. He had the hair popping out his nostrils. I that was like, shit was nasty. Disgusting man. But he was. I just had to breathe. He was cutthroat. I like that. Like it's no give me's in here, bro. This is the ninja world, bro. It's mm. kill or be killed, and you got to go. And he did not give no fucks, bro. And he had ambition, sometimes a little bit too much. Mm. Um but he had ambition to be the strongest and to not be overshadowed and i, I fuck with that true true and of course I, i've mentioned well simon. i mean we can go ahead if I, I, simon. I mentioned simon was a slimy nigga. i mean the whole ninja world is slimy bro yeah, <laughs> yeah the whole sure. ninja world was slimy but i feel like him and tenzin they take the cake I they're mean, the top two nastiest niggas Simon wasn't really nasty though. What are you talking about? Simon was taking people's faces and yeah, that's nasty and pretending to be different people. <laughs> yo, that's <laughs> yo, that's your fault, bro. If I pretend to be your boyfriend and you don't notice, hey, baby girl, oh, oh baby wow, girl. oh wow, baby girl, you yeah, fucking up. He's getting, he's getting cheeks off of false pretenses. That's nasty. He didn't get no cheeks. What are you talking about? I think you mixing them up. He ain't get no cheeks. He got some 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 death. Some, some kills some bodies I, don't know, I think you might be mixing them up but he yo, was playing mind games on them bitches yo the, the mind time. games yes yes mind games that was yeah. sick when he when shorty realized what was going on he chopped shorty's arms off mm, that was tough nah, nasty yeah. nasty shit nasty shit yeah but I mean but, do you guys want to go ahead and move into sleepers yeah let's do some sleepers man um, we have anything else? Sleepers next? That's it? 
Yeah, sleepers. Chris, uh, what do you got this week? Um, so I'm going first. All right, bet. So, um, f- for right now, this week, um, I have Yashihime, which is um the continuation of uh Iniwasha. Um, first and foremost, I don't know about everybody else out there, but Iniwasha is like kind of like not a huge like big big point but it is a staple in the culture of anime that's at least how i feel you know like it was on tsunami is it's um it's been around the world you know traveled uh when it comes to the culture so um it kind of takes off like right now i've just been watching like the few um first episodes the reason why i started watching this um anime is because my son like which i know my kids like they are freaking uh, Inuyasha lovers, you know. But you're watching so, the sequel. Um, hmm. You're watching the sequel, though. Yeah, Yashihime. Yashihime, the um, the half uh half demon princess, which is um, and, and and I'll get into that one second. What I'm saying is that basically, like all my kids, they was uh Inuyasha fans, you know, from from the get go. So when my daughter she first told me about it, you know, I wasn't really interested. But then when I started watching my youngest son watching it. You know, and I was like, oh, okay, this is what's going on right now. Uh, all right, let me get into it. So basically, uh, it's about Inuyasha's daughter, you know, who um, who is uh, Kona, and then uh, his brother, um, Shishomaru, he has uh, twin daughters. So now Shishomaru, I don't know, for people in it, um, who's watching Inuyasha, they know the whole storyline with Kagome and Inuyasha. Like, so that's the daughter, you know? And then they, uh, his brother, Shishomaru, he has twin daughters. Now, from where I'm at right now, he kidnapped his daughters, like, when he was younger. And uh, he's basically taking them off to train and everything. But then one of the sisters gets caught back into uh, Kagome, which is Inuyasha's uh, girlfriend, you know, or baby mama, whatever you want to call her. She's uh they get caught in her time originally because Kagome, she comes from the future. And Inuyasha, he's back in the feudal time. And originally, like Kagome is like a ancestor of uh Kikyo, who was Inuyasha's first like love, you know. And she, you know, she trapped him, whatever the case may be, and then <laughs> um, <laughs> no, like so whatever. So like, so Kagome, like, she comes back into that era. They fall in love and everything because they're looking for the whole sacred juice shard. So now this one right now, from what I'm gathering, is that um, each one of the daughters, they all have, like, a, a special piece in their body, you know, or a special piece of their own, you know? So um, Inuyasha's daughter, she holds a red uh, piece of star jewel. And then the other two, um, Shishomaru's daughters, which is Tawa and, uh, damn, What's the other daughter's name? Give me one second. I got it right now. She half demon though. Yeah, all three of them are. It's all well, demon well, time. Well, one of them, um, um, the daughter, uh, Inuyasha's daughter, she um actually has like half spiritual um in her, you know, um spirit, spirit um vibes, basically. Like it's power. Sorry, that's the vibes, power. She has spiritual power. And they were the ones that was able to seal demons, you know. And Inuyasha, being that he was half human, half demon, you know, saying he has like uh with with him combined with uh Kagome, they created a daughter that's like half demon and half spiritual, as opposed to being like half demon and half human. 
That's a good sex. Mm-hmm. So let's get into this thing, man. This is uh go well go ahead and intro it, bro. What are you talking about? It's not a song. Yeah. This was our sleepers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the sleepers we talk about, like it wasn't I, the song. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I'm just saying get into it. Like, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, so basically, like I said, is that um for right now, um the three daughters, they basically uh they've been um the two the two the two daughters that's twins, uh Sh- um Shoshomaru, sorry, little Shoshomaru, his two daughters right now, they're twins. One of them got separated at four years old. She goes and she travels back into the modern era you know, where Kikio, she grew up, you know? So now when she finally meets a twin sister that's younger than her, you know what I'm saying? Cause she always says like, I'll, you know, that's, you're my youngest sister. So basically when they travel back into now uh, the feudal era um, of Japan, uh, basically they're trying to find uh, her other sister, Sasuna, her memories, you know? Cause she can't sleep basically, so. Like I said, right now I'm only in the very few stages of this anime, but um, I'm interested and I, I, I'm invested. So I'll let you guys know some more shit when I get caught up. Basically, right now they've um, met uh, other key people too. Like even when it comes when it comes to um the traveling back into the era where they all are originally from, because uh, Tawa she gets like sucked in the portal and gets thrown into the modern era. And where that's where Kikyo, you know, is originally from. No, not Kikyo, Kagome, sorry, Kagome. That's where she's originally from. So when they put her in that era and everything, you know, she meets Kagome's younger brother who ends up like being uh, her, her, her like step pop, adopted dad, you know, saying whatever case it be. So when she gets, when she, when she meets us, she's always been talking about her sister, but then she goes back and she realizes that, you know, this is where I'm at right now. I'm gonna make the best of it. So now when she meets her original sister, you know, she's like, you know what, let me travel back and, and, and try to help her, you know, because this is obviously not my time where I'm from, you know. So that's you know, I'm invested to this um anime right now, you know. Okay. I never I'm gonna be honest, I never really watched Inuyashu like that. I've seen it when it come on like tsunami and stuff every once in a while. Um, but I do know just because I'm in, you know, it heavy in these nerd streets that, uh, was it Kagumi, Kagumi and, uh, who's it? The other one, Kikuyu or what is his, what's her name? Coco? <laughs> Konoha. I don't know the other one's <laughs> name, but they're like, don't they look alike or whatever? There's a big, uh, debate about who he should have ended up with. Oh, you talking about um Kagome and um Kagome Kikyo. Okay. I thought her name was Kagome, but yeah. So who did you who did you think Inyasha should have really been with? Um Kagome. Okay. I mean at the end of the day, Kikyo is the one that sealed him in the whole tree and everything. Like, you know, um the whole story behind Inuyasha and everything when it comes to like uh him like chasing it down, he wanted to become a full demon. Like okay. he thought that that was the best way for him, you know? And uh, 
he knew that the sacred jewel could grab that power. So that was his whole entire mission in the, in the first place, a reason why could go um Kikyo, she sealed him into the tree, you know? And um, so yeah, I think um most definitely Kagome was the best pick for him. Shoy was when she met him, she was like, Oh yeah, Inuyasha, she fell in love. Like Kikyo, she fell in love too, though, you know what I'm saying? He had that charm for her, but like Kagome was a real rider for him too. Like, especially okay. like be, being that she was able to go back and forth in her world, like at her time. Like she didn't have to go ahead and say fuck that. I'm, I'm, she she could have went ahead and said fuck that shit. I ain't going back. That's all on you, homie. Whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that she's still willing, you know, she's a real ride or die. You know? Okay. And she helped to capture the shit that he really wanted, like to be able to to fulfill his mission or his life quest or whatever the case may be. You know, she she had she, because she had the spiritual powers of uh, Kikyo she was able to tap into it, you know what I'm saying, and help him defeat certain enemies that he wouldn't have been able to beat because of, okay. you know, it, it was a team effort, you know? Okay. okay. Masano and all of them, you know? I never I never got into it. Uh, actually, honestly, I never even finished Inuasha, so I can't even get into it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's something I've seen people talk about, so I know it's, it's it got to be something. It's pretty cool those. though. It's pretty cool. Like I said, it's like for people who watched because at first I wasn't really like I wasn't trying to check it out. I'm like, I ain't watching this shit. But then once I started watching it, you know, I was like with my son, I'm like, oh, okay, this is pretty cool, you know? Like, and especially because this is something that I put on with, with him, his younger, I mean his older siblings, you know what I'm saying? So it's like we've always watched this together on what I mean by saying that it's in Yasha. So like having a sequel come out is like, you know, kind of like, you know. Chilling with the family. It doesn't you know, seem too much. Series. It doesn't seem too much of a um, of a of a a continuation and more of a complete. It's something that stands on its own. Like you don't have to watch Inuyasha. This seems like it's really for the next generation to get into. Yeah, and then if they like sure. it, they can go back and watch the previous series. That's yeah, right. because if, even in the first episodes. Like um, the first episode is the only one that they really showed the parents in, and then after that it's all about the girls, you know. They they don't they don't they, like even when they mention Shishomaru in the beginning, they don't never mention that um, the, his uh, Inuyasha's daughter, you know, what I'm saying they always say she 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 looks like Kiki, um Kagome, you know, because especially because her brother Tando or Tana, what's his name? Either way, Kiki. <laughs> Kagome, her, her younger brother, he's the one that adopted um, Tawa when she came basically over to the modern era. So when, when when he adopted her and everything, he's like, yeah, oh, you part of our family. You know, she, she looks like her, you know what I'm saying? So, but Inuyasha, you know what I'm saying? Um, no, I mean, I'm, when they when they see Inuyasha daughter, yeah. So they was like, oh, yeah, we know you look like Kagome because that's my sister, you know? And yeah, you, you know, you resemble her. But go ahead, guys. So, what you got next? Um, I guess for my sleeper, I got uh, this new anime coming out. It only has about twelve episodes coming out or, or out already. Mm-hmm. Uh, Platinum End. It's uh, I'm not even sure what the genre is because it kind of mixed me up a little bit. But it's about um, it's heroes. A- it's about heroes. It's about c- creating the next god, essentially. Um, there, are, um, there, are, 
There are 13, there are 13 different, different. I'm hearing I'm hearing echo. echo. Can somebody fix the mic? I'm going to chop this up. We good now? Yo. All right, what time is that? That is two minutes. I'm going to chop that up. Um, So, yeah, this is about a hero. Uh, mm-hmm. This is about choosing the next guy. This is about 13 angels, basically. This is very supernatural type things going on. And these 13 angels are picking 13 humans to be God candidates. And they basically are given each of these candidates, they're on each of these angels have different levels of rankings or second class, first class, and special class. All of them have different abilities or more abilities than the next in the lower class. And so with these, whatever abilities that you got is what you got. If you chose for a guy candidate, you got the abilities that your angel that chose you has. And so it's this struggle with the main character. His name is Masai. And he's this only, well, he's basically, he's an orphan living with his uncle and his, um, and his auntie. And he has a really tough life. He was going through some very depressive states in the first episode this is not a spoiler alert. He tries to kill himself. Suicide heavy. There are thoughts that go throughout. There's, that's the, the theme of this. Um, that's how they get their angels. Yeah, that's how they get their angels. And it got. I guess it kind of takes a lot from the culture of Japan. Because from what I'm getting, this is a very predominant thing that happens in their culture. Like this suicide. They even have... I won't even get into that kind of stuff. But... Um, there are multiple God candidates that try to commit suicide and based on their heart, they were chosen by different angels. Uh, and so it's that struggle of teaming up with different God candidates to take down other God candidates. Who are these other God candidates? Uh, what special abilities do they have? Uh, do I trust the other God candidates? It, it's really cool, man. It's, it's like a tournament basically uh, of just trying to, stay alive and nobody's safe i like it It, it's not nobody's safe literally everybody um can get can get killed um if if the angel chooses even a child they are up for grabs so um i thought that was pretty shocking how they were even willing to uh show harm against children in this one too so a lot of shock value here a lot of shock value um it, sometimes giving me like uh death note vibes with how strategic they have to think to outsmart each other you know yeah, like it, it fucks you with up metropolitan to... man yeah sometimes <clears throat> it has really pretty scenes and you kind of think this is going to be like a happy-go-lucky type scene yeah and no, then there'll be a, like a crazy murder out of nowhere and people <clears throat> yeah. are actually dying it's not a a regular kid shonen or where everybody gets to live and honestly i think the main character mirai he needs to smarten up real quick because i definitely don't trust saki she's way too depressed and i think she's got like a darker past than she's letting on so no, she but definitely I'm only, does i'm only i'm only uh like four episodes into this series so i still got a little ways to go right now 11 episodes are out so i have some catching up to do I've watched 10 of the 12 that has put out that's been put out so far. There's definitely more character development that you haven't seen yet, Tiger. It's definitely worth a watch. Um, 
they they're growing and there's technology in it too but yeah i was also going to mention that that i really enjoyed the science and the math that they add into this especially like that whole showdown between the blue and the yellow uh heroes and shit but you know with the you guys know i like dr stone and shit like that so uh, when you add in science and nerdy, extra nerdy shit, I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and th- you don't even know, there's only been 10, 12 episodes that came out. We don't even know all of the God candidates that came out yet. It's 13 of them. Some of them are a lot more important than others. Some of them have a lot more powers than others because, granted, they have different angels that have different rankings. Like, for example, the second class, they have these red arrows. These red arrows... Uh, I, th- I believe they have 13 of them mm-hmm. uh, that they can use, but these red arrows are basically Cupid's arrows. They can, they enchant you. You can do the, sh- the, the caster of this red arrow can make you do whatever you want. And you're under their spell mm. for about a month or something like that. Yeah. And then mm. they also have the white arrows that not all the angels have. You have to at least be a first class angel to have. Yeah. And this, this all comes out really early. It's not a spoiler, but if you're a first class angel, you have these white arrows that are instantly instant kill. As soon as he touch you, done. Nada. It's over with. And then also, oh, even higher than that, some of these guy candidates are afforded wings. And wings allow you fast to fly faster than the speed of number one, the white arrows. <laughs> and number two, mm-hmm. faster than I can see. So that is probably the most important weapon that we've seen so far. And there is Tiger. There is more powers that are to come. I don't even know them, but they've I'm alluded sure to, of it. They've alluded to things that other uh, other angels are able to afford their candidates. And, you know, I love I love the aesthetic. I, I, I love the character design. The, the, the way the angels are driven are really it's different than what I've seen before. They're, they're like kind of carved out of marble, it looks like. It's giving me Fate Zero vibes, honestly. It does have that 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 edge to it. Um, Where that, it's that shininess. It's the, um, the, who's the, the one? Brilliant. Oh, uh, shit. There, no, there was the one guy from Fate Zero who had all of the, like, knives and shit. He um, was like really shiny and gold. I know. Um, I mean, starts with a G. Starts with a G. Is a historical figure that we all know that you studied from the beginning of Gilgamesh. high school. From school. Yeah, I was going to say it's a Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh. So he's super golden and shit and radiant. And um, I feel like the the angels in Platinum End definitely kind of take that look of just mm-hmm. having like white eyelashes and these asymmetrical hairstyles and like. These niggas have a different type of style with them. So it's kind of giving that and like some of the Black Clover elf shit going on, you know, something like it's around that vibe. Yeah. Well, all all these candidates have their own motives and not even all the candidates want to be God because that's the end goal to be the last. And that's the sad thing though, because if you get caught up in this, you have no other choice but to continue to fight if you want to live. And the thing is, some of these these candidates are teaming up and some of them are just like, yo, I just don't want him (laughs) to become God because that dude is going to fuck us up. He's going to fuck up Mm -hmm. the entire world. Mm -hmm. So that, it's it's a real, it's a game. It's a real strategic game. It's all strategy. How do we approach this? Who, how do we show our powers? What powers do we hide? 
Like, are we trying, if we're working as a team, who do we try to put at the forefront? Who, who do we even want to show as the leader? So it, it, it's a really good anime. I'm really looking forward to how this goes on. I believe there's mm-hmm. a 24 episode season. It's only halfway through. Wow, uh, really? The we finale, got a lot more to go then. The finale's coming in March, I believe. And Damn, I might, I might wait a couple more uh, weeks and binge even more. Because I haven't even watched this one. Platinum End is the um, name of the anime, right? Yeah, Platinum Yeah, it's one of the newer Platinum. ones of the crops yeah, that I came out this I season. I haven't watched it at all, so I'll definitely check it out. You know, going off of what you guys have been talking about. So um, you said it's only 12 episodes out right now, so you can watch it where you said Crunchyroll, you've been Crunchyroll. watching? Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll. Well, I think it's Crunchyroll. 11 right now, right? The 12 is coming out this week. Okay. Um, when do they drop? I'm not sure what day it drops. I I, I just catch it, man. Mm-hmm. I, I try to I try to watch like four at a time. So I know there's two out right now that I haven't watched. I'm mm-hmm. waiting for two more and I'll watch four in a row. So it, well, it's one of those. Being that it's your sleeper right here, I think we should revisit it like once the season is done. You know? I'm okay. definitely down for it because you it's, know, it's... and I would definitely because I would definitely watch it. I haven't watched it at all, bro. So, like going off of what you guys have been talking about about it, you know, um, it seems like a very interesting anime. You know, uh, the white and the reds, you know, angels and shit like that, uh, arrows, and you know, um, certain characters. Like it was kind of a spoil for me, but at least I know what's going on, what I'm getting in. It's really so, not too much. It's not. Get, it's, yeah, because right you really not. No, you're not I mean, gonna know. But, but you know, because same thing going off with certain animes that you guys have always mentioned. You know, going on with y'all sleeper segments that I never seen before. Like what um back to Max saying Goblet Slayer. You know, saying I never seen it before. So oh, then when season he that as a sleeper, you know, it's like I, I I was like, all right, boom, yeah. Going back to you, Tiger World, Caroline Tuesday, and we could talk about that another time too, because I actually started watching it, you know. So, um, oh, really? Yeah, I have. So, um, certain animes that you guys have mentioned when it comes to sleepers, you know, um, just because I don't stay up on all the different titles and everything, don't mean that I'm not interested in somebody suggesting oh, well, th- it that I know that's credible, that's know as credible on a anime selection. Like, like certain people I know who got certain vibes with me, like you guys, you know. You ain't gonna recommend recommend some fucking bullshit. No, you know what I mean. <laughs> you, know? you know me. The animation gotta be fire. Somebody gotta die, bro. <laughs> Somebody gotta die. And they get right to it, man. There's some deaths in here that that she wasn't expecting. Like when it happened, you're like, oh, I mean, it makes sense. But god mm. damn, that was real. Yeah, it's not too much sex involved, but I mean, it is. I guess trigger warning because nowadays everybody want to be triggered. But if you don't want to see people getting killed, bro don't watch it. it's not too much of it but it is real life consequences and this is for the sake they of get to it it's for the sake of the man <laughs> they get to it yes sir all yes, right sir. I'm, I'm 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 in for that <laughs> now i'm always down for some dope fighting scenes too like right. i think that's like 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 you know you could have some episodes where you they don't have to fight and everything like that. It could be a good little side story. They'll just getting to know each other, whatever the case may be, getting, um, especially when they meet. But when you have those episodes, when you're going to have some fighting scenes, I want y'all to really get to it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want some bullshit fighting scenes. Like, that's one oh, of those. There's bombs. <laughs> there's, there's guns. It's not just the angels out here because the angels cannot actually interfere in what's That's going the thing. On. That's the twist. Mm. The angels are powerful as shit, but they cannot actually interfere in yeah. the humans' battles. 
So they're just standing there like, yo, bro. Oh, they like the Eternals? Um, it's like if you had a fairy godmother or something. Yeah, I can't interfere with these these human it's, battles. It, it's more fairy, yeah. fairy godparents type thing. Shout out to Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming up <coughs> with the wands, like, no. <laughs> yeah, I, Something I just, like that. They come out with the wings, wings bro. And, see, <laughs> and the, the humans can't see the wings, bro. So it's also this dynamic with the public. They see, they they know some of the God candidates, but they don't know who the God, what the God candidates is for. They just know mm-hmm. that there are these figures that have these powers. But the angels itself and their powers cannot be seen by humans. Only the other God candidates. Yeah. So it's it's definitely a good watch, man. It's definitely a good watch. And like I said, we didn't spoil too much. You get that in the first two episodes. And but nah, really for sure, because you said it's um twenty four episodes, right? So it's only the first half with twelve yeah. episodes out. So you know, there's a lot more spoil, to go. You know, and, and it's been out for a while, you know. So you got twelve more to go. So boom, yeah, we could definitely revisit that too. Where that's what's up. Well, so what's your um, sleeper tiger? Into this week's uh, sleeper segment, I decided to go with um, an animation that recently dropped last month. I uh, dropped on uh, November 6th, I believe, and on Netflix. Arcane is this television series. It's animated. And um, they did a great job, honestly. The animation is completely like cgi or whatever or digital i guess and it looks really really realistic um in some moments like especially the character's eyes the way they like reflect and shimmer back in shadows and things like that they did a really phenomenal job with this animation. It's not like um, some other CGI where the hair is super stiff and they turn around and that shit keeps turning with them. Like, no, like there'd be (laughs) strands of, it's like strands of hair blowing in the wind. You know, you can see people breathing. You can see um, people being flush. They have um, this council and the head of the council is this, gorgeous beautiful black woman and they did so well with the different tones in her skin and when it's reflected off of the sun how it just glows and shit they did that shit they did it (laughs) but this uh this series arcane um centers around uh these two sisters jinx and vi who have to grow up in this really hard environment and it's like kind of um some steampunk aspects to it. Um, Basically, uh, these two are split apart and kind of have to grow up on different sides of the tracks. Like some shit goes wrong and um, they get separated. Um, I felt like the story itself was okay, but what really made this um, series was definitely the animation um mm-hmm. the style of the characters like what they're wearing i i like the fashion of it all i like the look and um, background of the whole series um but it, it kind of stole the show from the actual story itself you know what i mean so i don't know if that's some i don't know if that's something to take away from it but um basically these two siblings are going down 
different paths. Jinx is super crazy and kind of gives off these um, like Harley Quinn vibes and she's pretty much mentally unstable. She like gives off like the daughter of Harley Quinn and the Joker pretty much. And she likes, she likes to blow shit up. Um, She is very, uh, how do I say this? Eclectic or like, um, Charismatic is the word. <laughs> <laughs> so she's flirting with it. She's flirting with it. Yeah. She's like she's very charismatic. Yeah, I don't know a better way to put that. She's on the character. easy side. <laughs> yeah, and and Vaya's more down to earth. She's more of a tomboy. Um, but mm. basically, they have to go their separate ways because Jinx goes a little too far and gets too crazy with it. And Vaya's like, nah, bitch. <laughs> I can't even forgive you for this one. So, mm-hmm. yeah. but you know what? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, this hat already has a crazy fan base. This is based off the League of Legends, right? The video Pretty game. Sure. Ooh, oh, yeah. This really? is based off the League of Legends. It comes from Riot, Riot games. games. Yeah, yeah, Riot Games. So, um, you know, I'm super excited. I was hoping we'd be getting a second season next year, but it looks like we're gonna have to wait until 2023 for it to oh, come out. Why yeah. do they do this, man? Hey, what I don't you know. Watching this at, Tiger? Netflix, Netflix. Netflix. So, okay. Yeah. So, let's just hope that let's just hope years. that we really yeah. Let's just hope we really do have to just wait another two years and then it'll just cancel it all like fucking be- bebop. All right. Still salty. No, no, no. Listen, bebop was just so uh, such a punch in the face to all the hardcore fans. Yeah. It, especially only a month, like. Yo, like, they got y'all a petition took that slander to hard to where y'all they got a I did see that they, they have a petition rolling around. I did see that. They do? Yeah, they Yo, do. Yo, if y'all have it, send it to me. I will sign. You gonna sign it? What is the petition <laughs> gonna do, Chris? What are we gonna do? We could, we Yo, could, gonna... we could fight. Listen, they, they said the same. <laughs> now nah, listen, they said the same thing about Dave Chappelle. Once his contract was up, they was like, "Oh, he ain't gonna get no um shit going on." But Dave Chappelle actually has two um. They just Netflix just signed up back for two more um. Man, Netflix gonna look at that petition, be like, "Y'all, y'all go on. I ain't got nothing to do with my nah, money." Fuck that, Hilarious. my nigga. Bring back Cowboy Bebop. I'ma say it right here on the on the geeked up on nah, the podcast. Bring back Cowboy Bebop. For we on that. Two. We on that list together then. Cause that shit was disrespectful, like to the culture, like especially for the fans like us who grew up with that shit. Like you can't yeah, just take it away from leaving us. it, especially now. Okay, now I do feel salty about how they did Ed. If that's how they're gonna leave it, exactly. Yeah, that's the first yeah. taste that we get with well, that part of yeah, the whole man. entire anime series. Because Ed was cook. involved a little earlier. I mean. But I mean, this anime. I mean, well, I mean, I don't. I don't know if you call it an anime. It is an animation on Netflix. But um, the way they left this series, they definitely left it on a great cliffhanger as well. So I'm really excited mm. to see what comes next, and um, if like Mel survived the the blast, because yeah, Mel is oh. gorgeous. Mel Mel is that deep melanated chocolate woman I was telling you about from the government. <laughs> yes, I hope she survived. <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah. Shout out to all the queens. I'm already a supporter. Stop playing with me. <laughs> no, check the black it out. Queens. Yeah, yeah you check know it out. Matt, we on point. <laughs> I mean, it's only nine episodes, so you guys can burn through it pretty quick. Let me know what you think. Oh, that's yeah, so that's easy once money. again, where you can catch it on Netflix, you said? Yeah. All right. And the title is? 
Arcane. Arcane. All right. Based off League of Legends. Like my boy, he's like a super. Uh, I got I got this homeboy at work, man. He, he be into the computers and everything, the video games. You ever play games like um, um League of Legends? There's another one. Uh, what? Damn, I'm trying to remember the name of it. But it was something based off of the same concept of like League of Legends, where you know you pick a certain character, and uh you have little army niggas with you, but you play with a five on five. Um, yeah, pick different arts types and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I played League of me, Legends back in the day. Uh, I'm getting old. But that's when I was younger, bro. That was when I was like. And I even younger, but you know, because I'm a little older than y'all niggas. But I was like, you know, I, I was off the streets at that point. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just stay in the house to play, get on my geek shit, and play video games. <laughs> <laughs> Not real shit. I'm like, I'm leaving the streets alone. Video games, where you at? <laughs> oh yeah. Chris, so, uh, but, um, what you got for your outro? Your intro, outro for this week. Mike, Mike. You talking to me? Yeah, you. Oh, I even hear you. I you said outro. That's all I heard. Oh, I you said Chris. Yeah, okay. Chris, would you pick for your intro outro this week? Well, being that I've been talking about Yashihime, um, I feel like it's only right that because I wanna I wanna grow with this anime um with the fans and I want to revisit it like probably in a few episodes after this, you know, just for a little short segment once the second season stops, because I've I looked ahead and seen how many episodes I have to go left, you know, to be caught up. So um, they're already in the second season. So yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, uh, Yashihime um, and OP uh, season one. Let's get into it. <laughs> That's definitely a banger. That's definitely a headbanger right there. Right? Yeah, it's cool. I fuck with it. I might have to get into it then. Shit, I think appreciate you bringing that into the sleepers. Yeah, I mean, if it's going to be my sleeper pick, I figure, you know, I would pick the um one of the songs from it, you know? And That's what's up. So go ahead. Who's next? Shit, let me just get into... Um, I'm in the same vein, man. I was like, yo, I'm talking about this for my sleeper. I might as well... Um, put this for uh my uh my opening endings and i'm going to platinum end uh and the music video is fire you might as well watch that too platinum in opening mm. one let's get it
That shit sound fire. Yeah, no, it, it, it get into it. Homie was home, homegirl was screaming her ass off. So nah, yeah. fast though. <laughs> I love that rocker music. <laughs> but you know what? That goes back in what we was talking about. I, I love the rocker music in the opening, but I think shit could be so much greater if we had some more hip hop openings. Yeah, for sure. Different. Oh, yeah. I agree with you 1,000%, bro. I mean, um, I tried to mix it up the like, last one with the, the Super Crooks opening. It was giving Prince vibes, you know? Yeah. 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 You, you know? know. <laughs> you do like the flowy shit. <laughs> and I mean, and I gave you some Jodeci freaking you. Don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you a little different, you know? I mix it up. You just want to do Naruto, Naruto, Naruto all the day in time. So you know what? I picked Naruto this week. How about that? <laughs> oh, no. shit. Let's Yo, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I flipped it on him. I flipped it on Oh, shit. Flipmo Squad's the greatest. Oh. <laughs> Flipmo Squad's the greatest. Yeah. Yo, hey, so. Mac, you kind of do look like Split Star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Mac the Spliff Star. Wow. <laughs> nah. Nah. Oh, no, Spliff Star Mac. No, I think Lo- I think it's Lord Spliff Star. That one's good. Lord Spliff Star. Oh, okay. I'm not there you go. I'm that not one's good. I like that one. Yeah, but Lord anyway. Spliff Star. Yeah, we that's that's your new name, Lord no. Spliff Star. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's salty. He's salty because he do look like Spliff. <laughs> Yo, so you want to do this or not? He's that we'll make right, it clap, right. and then he's the nigga in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here! I'll oh, toss no, his computer. Nah, he was that nigga when he was running through with the elephant. <laughs> he, he was one of the niggas in the background. <laughs> stop it! Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> so we will right, get to some goat shit. Like it's so right, right. shit, man. Here's Naruto, uh, kind of boom <laughs> silhouette. Bam. The best one. Oh, you got crazy shit. Ah, let's go. Pop. You want to let that whole shit play? I know you. No, do. no, I'm not. Yo, I can't. I know I can't. you want to let that whole shit play. I, I know it's a trap. It's I can't. A trap. I know. I picked. We the was best about to get one. censored. That's I what it was. I pick the best Naruto intro outro bar none. Got you. Yo, do you do you want to have a showdown right now of just not? <laughs> I got nah, a whole clip. If we go have a no. showdown, nigga, we going really. T- <laughs> I got we a whole clip. We can't do it. We can't do it. We I got a whole clip. We can't do it. I got a whole clip. There's Man. no way. But just to let you know, kind of boom. It's definitely the best Naruto. No, it's up there. It might be yeah, top, man. top six. It's so emotional, man. That one is when Jiraiya goes, you know, that whole fucking arc is great. So 
Exactly. Cry your thug tears. Bitch. Oh. <laughs> nah, you know what though? If we really gonna have a showdown, we're gonna have a showdown what Tiger had posted earlier. If we're really gonna talk about Naruto. Nah, nah, but I don't think that, that list is incredible. No, no, no. I mean, I think one of these days we should talk about just doing an all music battle and go back and forth for a little while. So mm. I don't know if we can do that, but it's something we might want to think about. So that could be like a little um little little side segment for us, you know what I'm saying? You know? It don't have to be an actual episode, you know. You know, be something for the like fans, you minutes. know what I'm saying? That we just all pick out a little side. Um we'll this pick obviously we'll pick the can't same be on anime some YouTube that you know? has multiple. I don't know how we want to do it. We'll let you guys know, we'll figure out the rules. No, I, yeah, 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 for I sure. Got all, I got all Naruto. Fuck what y'all talking about. I don't know what y'all I got. I don't know. Nah, hold on. You think you're new? So, How right. You just gonna Boom. claim the entire body of work? <coughs> you ain't had nothing to for do with sure. It? Yeah, you can't do that. I did. I was there. I was there. So, Tiger, uh, Mac, hold I'm, on, I'm Tiger, a- Mac. It's the three of us, right? So we have to have a um. We can't do twenty songs. Let's do ten songs each, right? When it comes to our favorite, um, and, huh? I think we should maybe do like three to five. But you know we could work out the details. All right, so let's do later, five. Maybe, we could do know? five, five yeah, songs well, we, each of us. We could work. Well, let's work out the details later on. But for let's now, let's get in the lab. Let's get in the lab. Yeah, well, let's work this out later. But yeah, I think it's time. You know, this was a super great episode. I really enjoyed you know hashing out all these different uh, samurai and bushido, which y'all legendaries. Uh, fucking bushido and shinobi. Because this is actually kind of a shinobi uh, mention, too. I'm, that's what I was trying to say. The ninjas really actually took over this uh, little segment. No, it did. Definitely for sure. <laughs> but, I mean, I think I think mine, um, my, my, my um, selection was like probably the only samurai base. No, no, Samurai Shampoo was Samurai base. Oh, yeah, yeah, Shamar- well, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Sorry, sorry, no disrespect, no disrespect, yeah. right, right. It has a name in it too. <laughs> so what episode is this, man? I, man, we getting in, we getting in deep in this. It's number bro. fifteen. This is fifteen. Fifteen, ooh, ooh. 15 man. We Kinsen, out here, man. Kinsen, we in the te- the teens now, bro. We growing up. Growing yeah, up. we big boys now. A little bit, no. But you know, shout out. So to we the could listeners. drive next week. Up oh, next week when we hit sixteen, we driving now. So we, we ain't 16. moving in. Sweet sixteen. <laughs> sweet sixteen. <laughs> Sweet Why 16. you got a sweet 16 us? She already named it as a Viva Baddies. I and mean, this is a quinceanera. <laughs> but anyway, I just wanted to say, um, you know, we're coming into the last of the year. Happy mm-hmm. holidays to all those who celebrate um, Christmas Eve, Christmas, the day after Christmas, mm-hmm. Hanukkah, uh, Kwanzaa. Happy um, New Year's. Yeah, if we don't see y'all, happy new year. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it's been great kicking in with y'all. Uh make sure you guys uh like our Facebook page, check out our Twitter account and hit us up mm-hmm. on the C D B N I was like cultural diversity network network. There you go. Okay. <laughs> on right. Facebook, uh, on, on Facebook, Twitter. And yes. uh on Twitter, check us out, uh Geeked Up 21, um 2021, you know, saying uh on Twitter, you know, 
Um, Instagram is coming out soon. Uh, YouTube is definitely coming out soon. Uh, we have a lot of products coming out. Um, a lot of things that we're very happy for, you know, saying moving forward into the 2022 year, you know, um, like it's been an incredible journey so far, you know, so definitely want to shout out to my team, to shout out to um, all the people, the listeners and everything who's been listening to us and following us and commenting. So continue to comment because shout out to also James Evans of um, our last episode that we spoke about him, you know, saying and when you have shout a question. Shout out to Natalia Castro, you know, coming mm-hmm. on and being a Webtoons. Oh, yes, uh, for sure goddess and shout out to turtle and yeah, shout out to turtle chief jr our chief jr yeah our for favorite sure. guest this season <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you know shout out to everybody coming forward you know um and all the listeners that is going into the next new year so uh matt go ahead what you gotta say babe big boy big boy what's up you said what that's a baby boy baby boy (laughs) yo i was coughing nigga beats up gang this has been a great episode man episode 15 bro i love y'all man i love coming here getting geeky and shit you love coming in here our little space bro it's our little space bro so let me play these drops let's get the fuck up out of here i'll see y'all next week what's cracking all right yes sir it's tiger okay the West Coast Warlord. It's Chief Chris, baby. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Geeked Up on the Block podcast. This is not a drive-by. We move it in.